0: Good morning. Good morning. So there's a <clears throat> there's a very powerful message we can learn that can teach us a very extreme approach to dealing with challenges. The general challenge that we find ourselves in Gulos, we find ourselves in a ta- in a place, and time where we don't uh, we don't experience godliness in the open way like it was experienced in the times of the Beis of and like it will be experienced when Mashiach comes. And we're always trying to to connect, and it can be very difficult. It's not something that's in front of our eyes. Um, like Rabbi uh, Yitzchok I heard once said that that if Hashem really want, really expected us to to stay on track, he should have he used to talk on behalf of the Jewish people to God, right? He was their lawyer. So yeah, so he would say that Hashem should have taken all the the pleasures of the world and put it in the books, and then all the Torah and holiness and put it in front of our eyes. Then, you would have been able to expect that we should, that we should follow through. We should expect us to do what He wants. But here, He took all the pleasures of the world and put it in front of our eyes. took all the Torah and mitzvahs and everything and put it in the books. What, 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 what can you expect? So, when we, um, when we go through, um, when we live our lives, there's a lot of challenges that we, that we have to deal with. And the Jewish people are no strangers to challenges even before the time of Mitzrayim, even before the first galos of the Jewish people um, living in Mitzrayim, already way before that, Mm -hmm. we have different challenges that went on through our, in the um, beginning of the Jewish people and our ancestors, beginning with Avram and Yitzchak and then this Pasha Yaakov, where Yaakov went through a very interesting um, period in his life, where he had to spend 20 years in the house of Lava. And if we just go through some of the details of what happened there, it's fascinating to see what he had to deal with and what I want to discuss today is how he dealt with it what was his approach which we can not only take lesson from, take insight from but actually his approach gives us the power to emulate because he was our father, he was our ancestor we have inherited from our ancestors the ability to deal with the challenges that we have in the way they did so what did Yaakov go through and how did he deal with it? Well. He, going through the house of Lavan the biggest thing that we see is our Lavan continuously repeatedly attempted to trick him and deceive him, him and cheat him and get in his way and Yaakov said it, Yaakov said it to Lavan before he left, or when he left Yaakov said to Lavan, you, tre- you, you cheated me this whole time one time, uh, one time after another, beginning with right in the beginning when he wanted to marry Rachel, when he gave him Leah And all the way to the end, when it came to the sheep, he completely um, scammed him in every form of the word. Um, And Yaakov had to go through it. Now, how would we all deal with it? Many people experience it, whether it's uh, people not keeping to their words, people that you realize that you can't trust, friends that don't seem to be real friends. Um, But it happens all the time where people... People deceive us. People, so to speak, scam us. And um, when it comes to dealing with that, it, it can be very difficult. But not only people, even in, in our personal life, we experience it with the own people in our own personal body. where we have the different voices inside of our body. And we have our and Yetzirah, which is always out there to trick us, always out there to deceive us and scam us into doing things and going to places and being involved in things that we shouldn't be involved in. How does the Yetzirah and Nefzhabah get us involved in those things? Through tricking us. Tricking us with what? It could be different excuses. It could be different justifying what we're doing. It could be even convincing ourselves that we don't care. But it's always with some type of excuse, some type of rationale, because that's how we work. We think about, hopefully we think about what we do. And sometimes the rationale is just not to think about what you're doing, just do it. But uh, But that in itself, it's all a deception. So how did Yaakov deal with, with all the deception that was going on in his life? Um, the Torah tells us, the Medrash learns out, where it says that Yaakov, we spoke about this yesterday, where Yaakov slept, he went down to sleep on his way to love him. And it says, <laughs> He lied down and slept there. Now everything the Torah is exact. It doesn't just say that he lied down to sleep. It says he lied down to sleep in that place. Why does it specifically say in that place? The Medrash brings two different things that it can be telling us. One thing it has, says it's telling us that he slept there, but the 14 years before then he didn't sleep. Because before he came there, he was in Yeshiva Shal Shem and he was learning day and night. That's one explanation. The other explanation yes, in the Medrash, what? 14 years straight. Yeah. The other explanation, meaning he, he dozed off and he didn't lie down to sleep. Oh. You can explain that however you want. <laughs> um, but the, the, the other explanation is... That he didn't sleep there. Sorry, he slept there, but he didn't sleep for the next 14 years or 20 years that he was in the house of Lavan. He didn't sleep. That's the other explanation. Now you can imagine, based on everything we just went through, how, how, how much scam there was going on, that if you were in such a situation, it would be hard to sleep. <laughs> yeah, you always, you always want to make sure that you always got your back. So, so that could be a very simple um, meaning into why he didn't sleep. But the measures continues and says, Ma, what was Yaakov doing? He didn't sleep. What was he saying? That's what the measures is. What was he saying during that time? And there's two different opinions. One opinion says that Yaakov was saying the 15, the 15 Shira Malas. Which, which basically means simply he was constantly saying the 15 Shira Malas and him. And the other uh, opinion says that he was saying the, the entire Tillam. What's the fifteen Shira Oh so what's the point of the fifteen we'll discuss it But the point is the this is the madras is telling us a little oh, right. insight. Sorry to break it to the, the Tihim I believe was written after. Oh the whole tire was written, was written after. And it says that the Otis came out. It says, the says they cut tire. the whole tire. So how do you answer that one? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Tyra tira preceded the world. It eventually got, got processed through the different times, but Torah existed. So, the um, what is what is special about what Yaakov did, and what what approach does it teach us? So, let's discuss the 15 Shira Um The Shira Hamalas. I mean, first of all, just bit, even before we discuss Shira I think right here there's a powerful message that what would you do? If you were in a situation for 20 years where there's this guy that's your boss and you're living with him and you married his daughters <laughs> and he's out there just to get you. He's constantly out there to get you. He's trying to find another way to, to get at you. Well, a Ashver, Ashver. So what, what would you do? I mean, so everyone would have a different answer. But Yaakov, uh, what did he do? He sat and said to him, Day and night. He didn't sleep because for 14, 20 years he was saying he was saying to him. So comes to visit, he <laughs> and that in itself I think is very powerful. Yaakov lived in a different place. Meaning he was there, but he was in his own world. How did he survive all the deception, all the scamming? It wasn't like he wasn't involved. He he did his own thing. He with the makles with the sticks, he did his own, he he dealt with it in his own way, trying to really? trick back. Really? Yeah, we were into his form of Twilim. But but uh, Yaakov, he survived through it by simply sitting and saying tilm. Now specifically which tilim we find that the tilim that he said is Shira Malis, the malis are special in that they're all songs. Meaning, of course, the whole is songs. But they all start Sheer Hamala's. A song is something that you say in the form of Simcha. Right? Um Shira Simcha. Right? Oh. That uh, I think the Rabbah told us to Mordechab in David. When he came to to by the rabbit, the rabbit told him. <laughs> <laughs> he says it in the song. this nice, nice, Yeah, I think nice, the It's a line the, 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 the Rebbe told him. No, and David. David. I think the Rabbit told him. Yeah. What? Yeah. Thought it was a bus or Yeah, the took, Of course, it's <laughs> The a line. The told him. Interesting. The Rabbi told him that. Okay, but the point is. I think, if I remember correctly. Um, But the point is that sheer is associated with simcha. Now, how in the world would you be able to, for 20 years, live in the guy's house, again, with everything that he went through, a guy that's constantly trying to get you, and to sit there and for 20 years straight sing songs of joy? The guy's crazy. It sounds like the guy's nuts. No, no, no the fifteen she'erim alums. I'm saying, it says this opinion oh, yeah. that he says. The, uh, one opinion says, what was Yakim doing the entire time? Saying the fifteen Shira alums, which are all she'er, she'er. Mm. So to be able to sit for um, now, it's true that they talk about of different things, right? That's the But uh, but it, w- it was she'er. It was simcha. How can you go for twenty years and the entire time? That you're living through a guy that's trying to scam you, trying to get yeah, at you, you trying know, to know, trick you. you, know, you, know, you, know, you very good. So if Daniel was in Yaakov's shoes, he would have done the same thing. Beautiful. But the first yeah, person yeah, yeah. to do this was Yaakov. And Yaakov teaches us this very powerful thing. And right here, there's a beautiful message. That we go through a lot. And Yaakov teaches us that even if you're living in the guy's house, the guys they are out there for 20 years, and it's your own family, it's not a stranger, it's your own family. How do you deal with it? Sing songs of joy. <laughs> sit in fabreng, sit in enjoy, sit in, be <laughs> b'simcha. His weed was tilling. Um, and, uh, for being b'simcha in the time of stress. Yaakov's telling us in a time of stress, in a time of challenge, that if, you, if you're besimcha, if you're joyful, you can get through anything. And this is what Yaakov teaches us. And uh, so if we want to take some, some sort of a message and insight from Yaakov going through his challenges for 20 years, and where Yaakov didn't sleep, because what was he busy doing? He was busy fabrenging. He was up all night fabrenging with his him. He, he was saying, shirim shal simcha. Um, and along with that, we can uh, just uh, connect it. To the first one of the Shira Malas, um, the last pasuk and the first one of the Shira Malas says, "Ani shalom v'chi adaber him It happens to be that it's the Rebbe's capital is here. But "Ani shalom v'chi adaber v'chi adaber Himala alamukhama," which means "Ani <speaking in> shalom," <Hebrew> that I want peace. "V'chi adaber him they they are coming for war, but I'm I I want peace, meaning very simply, that, uh, that uh, we say every day, we, <laughs> we don't want God to bring us challenges. We pray to God not to bring okay. us challenges. Right? <laughs> but, to us. but sometimes Hashem decides that it's going to be better for us to go through a challenge. Okay? That was Hashem's decision. He knows better. He has a sense of humor. Yeah. And He knows that though the, the best thing for us right now is to go through a challenge. So He puts us through it. But even when we're going through it, what are the songs the Yaakov was singing going through his challenges? Anishallah. <laughs> Hey, I'm sure. Hey, Malamochama. Hey, Yeah, I'm. I'm going through it in this. Sta- I'm in my own zone. I'm in my own place, and it, it can sound like he's crazy, but really, when he was in a very. He was in the He was in a, He was in, a, in complete, in complete tranquility, and calmness, relaxed, chilled, going through what was going on. And the only way a person can be like that Is if they like like Daniel said, if they know that it's that they're connected to Hashem they have something higher that's pulling them through it. They're not, they don't have to be, they're not bound by what's going on. Anyways, I think it's a beautiful, very powerful message. And this, uh, just to connect it with tomorrow and uh, Sunday, we'll talk about it more on Sunday probably, but it happens to be the Mittler Rebbe's birthday in the Yart is tomorrow. It's the second Chabad Rebbe, the after Rebbe's son. The Mittler Rebbe, tomorrow, it has also also my brother's birthday. Happy birthday to my brother. And, uh, And on Yud Kislev, he's older than me. Also he's not going to be here, him. not going to make it. Um, and the, on Yudka Slave is this Chagagula. When the Mitl Rebbe came out of... Uh, um, he was put into prison and he was taken out of prison. But the point is that the, the Mitl Rebbe and the Alter Rebbe, there's a famous Pasuk that they said while they were in prison, um, uh, when they were released, Padda Bisholem Nafshi. Nikravli. We're not going to go through it in detail, but the point is, that it's a similar approach that we learned from them. That when you're in a place, even when you're sitting in prison, to that you things you're in your, a place of shalom, a place of complete calmness, relaxation, and in, because you're you're in tune, you're completely in sync with realizing that Hashem is the one is in charge of you and He's wow. controlling everything and He's wow. putting through this challenge wow. because this is just the best thing He wants for you right now. But, but it's, the it's, thing it's, is, as, as you go through it. the challenge, the state grounded, which means having that movement, that Hashem runs everything, while you are going through the challenge. Yes, and that's what we learned from Yaakov. Because it's 20 years in the house of love when he was sitting and singing songs. Instead of reacting, instead of reacting Singing yeah. songs means being in tune. Ah, okay.